Chapter number 19 excrete reproducts and their elimination. Animals accumulate ammonia, urea, uric acid, carbon dioxide, water, and ions like Na, K, Cl, phosphate, sulfate, etc. either by metabolic activities or by other means like excess ingestion. These substances have active, uh, these substances have to be removed totally or partially. In this chapter, you will learn the mechanism of elimination of these substances with special emphasis on common nitrogenous wastes. Ammonia, urea and uric acid are the major forms of nitrogenous wastes excreted by the animals. Ammonia is the most toxic form. Ammonia is the most toxic form and requires large amount of water for its elimination. Whereas uric acid being the least toxic can be removed with a minimum loss of water. The process of, excre uh, the process of excreting ammonia is ammonotelism. Many bony fishes, aquatic amphibians and aquatic insects are ammonotelic in nature. Ammonia as it is readily soluble is generally excreted by diffusion across body surfaces or through gill surfaces in fishes as ammonium ions. Kidney do not play any significant role in its removal. In terrestrial adaptation necessitized the production of lesser toxic nitrogenous wastes like urea and uric acid for conversion for conservation of water. Mammals, many terrestrial amphibians and marine fishes mainly excrete urea and are called ureotelic. Excrete urea and are called ureotelic animals. Ammonia produced by metabolism is converted into urea in the liver of these animals and released into the blood which is filtered and excreted out by the kidneys. Some amount of urea may be retained in the kidney matrix of some of these animals to maintain a desired osmolarity. Reptiles, birds, land snails and insects excrete nitrogenous wastes as uric acid in the form of pellet or paste with, uh, with in the form of pellet or paste with a minimum loss of water and are called uricotelic animals. A survey of animal kingdom rep uh, survey of animal kingdom presents a variety of excretory substances. In most of the invertebrates, these complex structures are simple tabular forms, whereas in uh, whereas vertebrates have complex tubular organs called kidneys. Some of these structures are mentioned here. Protonephridia or flame cells are the excretory structures in Platyhelminthes. Protonephridia or flame cells are the excretory structures in Platyhelminthes. Flatworms example Planaria. Rotifers, some annelids and cephalochordata, Amphioxus, Protonephridia are primarily concerned with ionic and fluid volume regulation that is osmoregulation. Nephridia are the tubular excretory structures of earthworms and other annelids. 
Nephridia help to remove nitrogenous waste and maintain a fluid and ionic balance. Malphagian tubules are the excretory structures of most of the insects including cockroaches. Malphagian tubules help in the removal of nitrogenous waste and osmoregulation. Antinal glands or green glands perform the excretory functions in crustaceans like prawns. Human excretory system In humans, the excretory system consists of a pair of kidneys, a pair of ureters. In humans, the excretory system consists of a pair of kidney, one pair of ureters, a urinary bladder, and a urethra. Kidneys are reddish brown, bean shaped structure situated between the levels of the last thoracic and third lumbar vertebra. Levels of last thoracic and third lumbar, uh, third lumbar vertebra close to the dorsal inner wall of the abdominal cavity. Each kidney of an adult human measures 10 to 12 cm in length, 5 to 7 cm in width, 2 to 3 cm in thickness with an average weight of 120 to 170 grams. Towards the center of the inner concave surface of the kidney is a notch called hilum through which ureter, blood vessels and nerves enter. Inner to the helium is a broad funnel-shaped structure called the renal pelvis with the projections called calces. Calices. The outer layer of kidney is a tough capsule. Inside the kidney there are two zones, an outer cortex and an inner medulla. The medulla is divided into a few conical masses called medullary pyramids. Projecting into calcises, that is singular calyx. The cortex extends in between the medullary pyramids as renal columns called columns of Bertini or columns of Bertini. Each kidney has nearly 1 million complex tubular structures called nephrons, which are functional unit of kidney. Each nephron has two parts, the, the, glomerulus, the glomerulus and the renal tubule. Glomerulus is a tuft of capillaries formed by the afferent arteriole, a fine branch of renal artery. Blood from the glomerulus is carried away by an afferent arteriole. The renal tubules begin with a double walled cup like structure called Bowman's capsule which encloses the glomerulus. Glomerulus along with the Bowman's capsule is called the Malphagian body or renal corpuscle. The tubule continues further to form a highly coiled network that is proximal convoluted tubule. A hairpin shaped Henley's loop is the next part of the tubule which has a descending and an ascending limb. The ascending limb continues as another highly coiled tubular region called distal convoluted tubule DCT. The DCTs of many nephrons open into a straight tubule called connect collecting duct, many of which converge and open into the renal pelvis through the medullary pyramids in calcites. 
in calces the malpighian corpuscle pct and dct of the nephron are situated in the cortical region of the kidney whereas the loop of henle dips into the medulla in majority of the nephrons the loop of henle is too short and extends only very little into the medulla such nephrons are called cortical nephrons in some of the nephrons the loop of henle is very long and runs deep into the medulla these nephrons are called juxta juxta medullary nephrons deferent arteriole emerging from the glomerulus forms a fine capillary network around the renal tubule called peritubular capillaries a minute vessel of this network runs parallel to henle's loop forming a u-shaped vasa recta vasa recta is absent or highly reduced in cortical nephrons urine formation urine formation involves three main processes namely glomerular glomerular filtration renal absorption and secretion that takes place in different parts of the nephron the first step in in urine formation is filtration of blood which is carried out by the glomerulus and is called glomerular filtration on an average 1100 to 1200 ml of blood is filtered by the kidneys per minute which constitute roughly 1/5 of the blood pumped out by each ventricle of the heart in a minute the glomerular capacity the glomerular capillary blood pressure causes filtration of blood through three layers that is the endothelium of the glomerular blood vessels the epithelium of bowman's capsule and a basement membrane between these two layers the epithelial cells of bowman's capsule called podocytes are arranged in an intricate manner so as to leave some minute spaces called filtration slits or slit pores blood is filtered so finely through these membranes that almost all the constituents of the plasma except the proteins pass on to the lumen of the bowman's capsule therefore it is considered as a process of ultrafiltration the amount of filtrate formed by the kidneys per minute is called glomerular filtration rate gfr in a healthy individual it is approximately 125 ml per minute that is 180 liters per day the kidneys have built in mechanisms for the regulation of glomerular filtration rate one such efficient mechanism is carried out by juxta glomerular apparatus jga juxta glomerular apparatus is a special sensitive region formed by cellular modifications in the distal convoluted tubule and the efferent arteriole at the location of their contact a fall in gfr that is glomerular filtration rate can activate the jg that is juxta glomerular cells to release renin which can stimulate the glomerular apparatus or the glomerular blood flow and thereby the glomerular filtration rate back to normal a comparison of the volume of the filtrate filtrate formed per day that is 180 liters per day with that of the urine released that is 1.5 liters 
suggests that nearly 99% of the filter filtrate has to be reabsorbed by the renal tubules. This process is called reabsorption. The tubular epithelial cells in different segments of nephron perform this either by active or passive mechanisms. For example, substances like glucose, amino acids, Na+, etc. in the filtrate are reabsorbed actively, whereas the nitrogenous wastes are absorbed by passive transport. Reabsorption of water occurs passively in the initial segments of the nephron. During urine formation, the tubular cells secrete substances like H+, K+, and ammonia into the filtrate. The tubular section is also an important step in urine formation as it helps in the maintenance of ionic and acid balance, acid-base balance of body fluids. Function of the tubules Proximal convoluted tubule or PCT PCT is lined by simple cuboidal brush border epithelium brush border epithelium which increases the surface area for reabsorption nearly reabsorption nearly all of the essential nutrients and 70 to 80% of electrolytes and water are reabsorbed by the segment pct also helps in maintaining the ph and ionic balance of the body fluids by selective secretion of hydrogen ions, ammonia and potassium ions into the filtrate and by absorption of HCO3- from it. Henley's loop. Reabsorption is minimum in this in its ascending limb. However, this region plays a significant role in maintenance of high osmolarity of medullary interstitial fluid. The descending limb of loop of Henley is permeable to water but almost impermeable to electrolytes. This concentrates the filtrate as it moves down. The ascending limb is impermeable to water but allows transport of electrolytes actively or passively. Therefore, as the concentrated filtrate passes upwards, it gets diluted due to passage of electrolytes to the medullary fluid. Distal convoluted tubule DCT. Conditional reabsorption of Na and water takes place in this segment. DCT is also capable of reabsorption of HCO3- and selective secretions of hydrogen and potassium ions and NH3 to maintain the pH and sodium-potassium balance in blood. Collecting duct. This long duct extends from the cortex of the kidney to the inner part of the medulla. Large amounts of water could be reabsorbed from this region to produce a concentrated urine. This segment allows passage of small amounts of urea into the medullary interstitium, interstitium to keep up the osmolarity. It also plays a role in maintenance of pH and ionic balance of the body by the selective secretions of H+, 
and K plus ions. Mechanism of concentration of the filtrate. Mammals have the ability to produce a concentrated urine. The Henle's loop and Vasa recta play a significant role in this. The flow of filtrate in the two limbs of Henle's loop is in opposite directions and thus forms a countercurrent. The flow of blood through the two limbs of Vasa recta is also called in a countercurrent pattern. They occur in a countercurrent pattern. The proximity between the Henle's loop and Vasa recta as well as the countercurrent in them help, help in maintaining and increasing osmolarity towards the inner medullary interstitium. That is from 300 m in the cortex to about 1200 mOsmol per liter in the, inter, in the inner medulla. This gradient is mainly caused by NaCl and urea. NaCl is transported by the ascending limb of Henle's loop which is exchanged with the descending limb of Vasa recta. NaCl is returned to the interstitium by the ascending portion of Vasa recta. Similarly, small amounts of urea enter the thin segment of the ascending limb of Henle's loop which is transported back to the interstitium by the collecting tubule. The above described transport of substances facilitated by the special arrangement of Henle's loop and Vasa recta is called the countercurrent mechanism. This mechanism helps to maintain a concentration gradient in the medullary interstitium. Presence of such interstitial gradient helps in an easy passage of water from the collecting tubules, thereby concentrating the filtrate that is urine. Human kidneys can produce urine nearly four times concentrated than the initial filtrate, um, initial filtrate formed. Now regulation of kidney function. The function of the kidney is effect, efficiently monitored and regulated by hormonal feedback mechanisms involving the hypothalamus, juxtaglomerular JGA and to a certain extent the heart. Osmoreceptors in the body are activated by changes in blood volume, body fluid volume and ionic concentration. An excessive loss of fluid from the body can activate these receptors which stimulate the hypothalamus to release antidiuretic hormone that is ADH or vasopressin from the neurohypophysis. ADH facilitates water reabsorption from later parts of the tubule thereby preventing diuresis. An increase in body fluid volume can switch off the receptors and suppress the ADH release to complete the feedback. ADH can also affect the kidney function by its constrictory effect on blood vessels. This causes an increase in blood pressure an increase in blood pressure can increase the glomerular blood flow and thereby the glomerular filtration rate. The, G, the JGA plays a complex regulatory role. A fall in the glomerular blood flow or glomerular blood pressure, GFR can activate the juxtaglomerular cells to release renin, which converts anti, which converts Agiotensinogens into blood 
to angiotensin 1 and further to angiotensin 2. Angiotensin 2 being a powerful vasoconstrictor increases the glomerular blood flow pressure and thereby GFR. Angiotensin 2 also activates the adrenal cortex to release aldosterone. Aldosterone causes reabsorption of Na plus and water from the distal parts of the tubule. This also leads to an increase in blood pressure and GFR. This complex mechanism is generally known as the renin-angiotensin mechanism. An increase in blood flow to the atria of the heart can cause the release of atrial natriuretic factor that is ANF. ANF can cause vasodilation that is dilation of blood vessels and thereby decreases the blood pressure. ANF mechanism therefore acts as a check on the renin-angiotensin mechanism. Now maturation. Urine formed by the nephron is ultimately carried out to the urinary bladder where it is stored till a voluntary signal is given to the central nervous system that is CNS. This signal is initiated by the stretching of the urinary bladder as it gets filled with urine. In response, it, uh, in response the stretch receptors on the walls of the bladder send signals to the CNS. The CNS passes on the motor messages to initiate the contraction of smooth muscles of the bladder and simultaneous relaxation of the urethral spinster causing the release of urine. The process of release of urine is called maturation and the neural mechanism causing it is called maturation reflex. An adult human excretes on average 1 to 1.5 liters of urine per day. The urine formed is a light yellow colored watery fluid which is slightly acidic that is pH is 6 and has a characteristic odor. On an average 25 to 30 grams of urea is excreted out per day. Various conditions can affect the characteristics of urine. Analysis of urine helps in clinical diagnosis of many metabolic disorders as well as malfunctioning of kidney. For example, in presence of glucose, glycosuria and ketone bodies that is ketonuria in urine are indicative of diabetes mellitus. Presence of glucose that is glycosuria and ketone bodies that is ketonuria in urine are indicative of diabetes mellitus. Role of other organs in excretion Other than the kidneys, lungs, liver and skin also help in elimination of excretory wastes. Our lungs remove large amount of CO2, approximately 200 ml per minute and also significant quantities of water every day. Liver, the largest gland in our body, secretes bile containing substances like bilirubin, bilivaldin, cholesterol degraded steroid hormones, vitamins and drugs. Most of these substances ultimate pass out along with digestive wastes. The sweat and the sebaceous glands in the skin can eliminate certain substances through their secretions. Sweat produced by the sweat glands is a watery fluid containing NaCl, small amounts of urea, lactic acid etc. 
Though the primary function of sweat is to facilitate a cooling effect on the body surface, it also helps in removal of some of the wastes, wastes mentioned above. Sebaceous glands eliminate certain substances like sterols, hydrocarbons and, waxy, and waxes through sebum. These secretions provide a protective oily covering for the skin. Do you know the small amount of nitrogenous waste that can be el eliminated through saliva too? Disorders of the excretory system Malfunctioning of kidneys can lead to the accumulation of urea in blood, a condition called uremia, which is highly harmful and may lead to kidney failure. In such patients, urea can be removed by a process called hemodialysis. During the process of hemodialysis, the blood drained from a convenient artery, convenient artery is pumped into a dialyzing unit, dialyzing unit called artificial kidney. Blood drained from the convenient artery is pumped into the dialyzing unit after adding an anticoagulant like heparin. The unit contains a coiled cellophane tube surrounded by a fluid that is dialyzing fluid having the same composition as that of plasma except the nitrogenous wastes. The porous cellophane membrane of the tube allows the passage of molecules based on concentration gradient. As nitrogenous wastes are absent in the dialyzing fluid, these substances freely move out, thereby clearing the blood. The cleared blood is then pumped back into the body through a vein after adding antiheparin to it. This method is a boon for thousands of uremic patients all over the world. Kidney transplantation is the ultimate method in the correction of acute renal failures, that is kidney failure. A functioning kidney is used in transplantation from a donor, preferably a close relative to minimize its chances of rejection by the immune system of the host. Modern clinical procedures have increased the success rate of such a complicated technique. Renal calliculi Stone or insoluble masses of crystallized salts that is oxalate etc. formed within the kidney. Glomerulonephritis Inflammation of glomeruli of kidney Summary Many nitrogen-containing substances like uh, uh, substances, iron, CO2, water, etc. that accumulate in the body have to be eliminated. Nature of nitrogenous wastes formed and their, ex uh, and their excretion vary among animals. Mainly depending on the habitat, availability of water, Ammonia, urea, and uric acid are the major nitrogenous wastes excreted. Protonephridia, nephridia, malphagian tubules, green glands, and the kidneys are the common excretory organs in animals. They do not they not only eliminate nitrogenous waste but also help in maintenance of ionic and acid-base balance of body fluids. In humans, the excretory system consists of one pair of kidneys, a pair of ureters, a urinary bladder, and a urethra. Each kidney has over a million tubular structures called nephrons. Nephron is the functional unit of kidney and has two portions, glomerulus and renal tubule. 
glomerulus is tuft of capillaries formed from the afferent arterioles fine branches of renal artery uh, arterioles fine branches and fine branches of renal artery the renal tubule starts with the double walled bowman's capsule and is further differentiated into a proximal convoluted tubule that is pct henle's loop that is hl and distal convoluted tubule that is dct the dcts of many nephrons join to a common collecting duct which many uh, which ultimately opens into the renal pelvis through the medullary pyramids the bowman's capsule encloses the glomerulus to form malpighian or renal corpuscles urine formation involves three main processes that is filtration renal absorption and secretion filtration is a non selective process performed by the glomerulus using the glomerular capillary blood pressure about 1200 ml of blood is filtered by the glomerulus per minute 1200 ml of blood is filtered by the glomerulus per minute to form 125 ml of filtrate in the bowman's capsule per minute that is glomerular filtration rate jga a specialized portion of the nephron plays a significant role in regulation of gfr glomerular filtration rate nearly 99% of the absorption of the filtrate takes place through different parts of the nephrons pct is the major site of reabsorption and selective secretion hl that is loop of henle primarily helps to maintain osmolar gradient that is 300 osmolar per liter to 1200 osmolar per liter within the kidney interstitium dct and collecting duct allow extensive renal absorption of water and certain electrolytes which help in osmoregulation h plus k plus and nh3 could be secreted into the filtrate by the tubules to maintain the ionic balance and ph of body fluids a countercurrent mechanism operates between the two limbs of loops of henle and those of fossa recta that is capillary parallel to henle's loop the filtrate gets the filtrate gets concentrated as it moves down the descending limb but is diluted by the ascending limb electrolytes in urea are retained in the interstitium by this arrangement dct and collecting duct concentrate the filtrate about four times that is from 300 osmolar to 1200 osmolar per liter an excellent mechanism of conservation of water urine is stored in the urinary bladder till a voluntary signal from cns carried out it carries out its release through urethra It, that is micturition skin lungs and liver also assist in excretion